took me a while to kind of learn exactly who I wanted to be in this online space and figured out that I wanted to be me. I didn't want to be health and fitness, Emma. I didn't want to be fashion, Emma. I just wanted to be me. I wanted to post about things that brought me joy. I wanted to post about the ups and downs of my life. This is my platform and this is my life and this is who I am and I can't please everybody. Hello guys and welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. This is an interview episode with Emma Claire, content creator, YouTuber and social media influencer. This was such a fun episode, guys. If you haven't listened to the other episode I've done with Emma, that was way back when. So this is actually her second time on the podcast and we had the best chat. We went through everything from her motto, positive vibes only, what that means to her and how she maintains positive vibes, a little bit about her postponed wedding and how she had her not-so-wedding day, the importance of having a close girl gang and advice on how to cultivate your own and a little bit about why she creates for certain brands and how she chooses to work with the brands that who she does work with. So it's such a fun episode and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Without further ado, here is my episode with the beautiful Emma Claire. Emma, welcome back to the Real Health Real Talk podcast. Thank you for joining us again. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be back. I know. I haven't had, I think I've only had two other repeat guests out of like 72 interviews. So this is really exciting. Oh, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) So we were just saying before I hit record, it's, I feel like it's just been such a whirlwind the last year because it has been pretty much exactly a year since I first interviewed you. Um, And it was a really, really popular episode. People loved how down to earth you are. And I just can't wait to do a bit of an updated episode. Oh, I'm so excited. Like I said, I honestly can't believe that, one, it's been a year. Like, and that's just crazy. And secondly, I'm just so excited to kind of update everybody. Like, so much has changed since then. I've grown so much since then. So I'm excited. I know. So am I. I cannot wait to get into this conversation. So the first segment that I have, I actually didn't have this a year ago. So I usually ask every single guest, what does real health mean to you? Okay, amazing. So... Pretty much. Real health to me, I mean, it's going to sound a bit cliche, but it just means happiness. Like, Mm -hmm. I think if you can just find that happiness within your life and continue doing things that actually bring you joy and bring you happiness, then you are healthy. Like, you know, you can eat as much chicken as you want, or you can cut out alcohol and cut out this and do that. But I think if you are happy, then you have like reached your ultimate health. Mm. I love that so much. I remember in first grade when they were asking us what we wanted to be when we were older, I said, I just want to be happy every day. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And you know what? It's funny because I like sometimes on Instagram, I'll put up like a Q&A and people will be like, where do you see yourself in five years or what are your long-term goals? And my answer is always the same. Like I don't necessarily have these massive long-term goals like I just want to be happy and I want Aaron to be happy I want us to you know if we have a family by then I want the family to be happy like I just I don't know I find like pure happiness is like what health is and pure happiness should be your goal in life okay so next segment we have is the real recap how has your last week been my last week has been crazy it was my birthday week which was so exciting Mm -hmm. I just absolutely love birthdays So that was really cool to just kind of like take a step back from work for like a couple days and just really enjoy what was going on around me. Um, And it was also my fiance's dad's 60th as well. So, you know, we brought his family and my family together and it was just really nice to just 
celebrate and have fun. So that's pretty much been my last week. It's been a lot of highs. <laughs> I know. We were just speaking about that before recording as well. It looks like you had such an amazing week. Oh, I honestly did. Like I said, I just love birthdays. Like I just think everybody should celebrate them and they're just it's like that one day that you get to just really embrace you. Like it's about you that day. So embrace that. Mm. I know. And like we said before, I think some people don't want to shine a light on the fact that they're getting older, but you're going to get that one year older whether you celebrate or not. So you may as well celebrate. A hundred percent. And like I said, like getting older shouldn't be something that's scary. Like getting older is something that brings on new opportunities. Getting older is like exciting new journeys and I don't know. I just get so excited for that. Like, I can't wait to see where I'm going to be in like 10 years time, even 20 years time. Like, it's just, it's exciting. Mm, Yeah, I think so too. So I don't like to ask people what they do. I like to ask instead what stage of life they're in. And you've had such a whirlwind of like probably the last 18 months or even more. Can you describe how you're feeling at the moment and what stage of life you would best describe you're in? Yeah, amazing. So I guess the stage of life that I'm in at the moment is, I, uh, how can I explain this? I guess right now in my life, I'm feeling very content. Um, the past year or so, like you're saying, has been a massive whirlwind from losing my job, becoming full-time on social media, learning so much about myself, learning so much about the online world, learning so much about the people around me that right now in my life, I feel like I'm at a stage of content. Like I'm so happy with where I've come. I'm so happy with how far I've grown and how far I've come. And I can now kind of take a step back every now and then and really appreciate where I'm at in my life, Um, which has Mm -hmm. kind of taken me a very long time to learn how to do that as well. And I think it's because I've probably never really been that content with my life than I am right now. Um, so yeah, that's probably where I'm kind of sitting at the moment. I I love what I do. I love everything about my life. And I know that sounds so like, oh my God, she just loves her life. But I genuinely do. Like, I, I don't know, I work really hard to wake up each morning with a purpose and wake up each morning and enjoy what I'm doing that day. And in saying that, like, obviously, I still have my moments where, you know, some days might suck or some things happen in life and you can't control them and you just kind of have to go with the flow. But I'm definitely at a point right now where I'm just so content that even when things do go wrong or things might not go my way, I'm still happy and I'm still like enjoying that journey of my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. When it comes to the life that you're leading now, and like you said, you you really enjoy the life that you lead. Of course, it would have been a lot of attributes that, that led to it. But what do you think is one thing that has been able to take you from where you were to where you are now? One thing that has probably like switched over the most for me is just kind of like backing myself. Um, I guess I've never kind of been somebody who was able to back myself and back the decisions that I was going to make and so a lot of the time even though I was living life and doing things that I enjoyed there was always that bit of self-doubt or there was always that like oh what if I did this or what if this person says this about me and so I think taking that that away from the situation and just like really backing myself and backing who I am as a person mm-hmm. I think that's kind of got me to where I am now and it's got me in a state where I feel comfortable being me and I feel comfortable living the life that I want to live for me not for the people around me not for this person not for that person but I'm, a, I'm living a life now for mm. me 
Like I'm doing it so that I can wake up every morning and feel happy. Yeah, I love that. I feel like a lot of people learn that lesson as they grow a bit grow older a little bit I think sometimes when you're in school or when you're surrounded by a lot of peers when you're younger it's easy to do things and have the motivation to do things for other people's eyes so I think when you get a little bit older you sort of phase yourself into really only caring well caring mostly about what your happiness levels are yeah definitely and I think it also comes with like a bit of life experience as well like you know, as you grow older, sometimes you hit those really low points in your life. Like, you know, losing my job was a really low part in my life and I was so upset, but it's also pushed me to do what I'm doing today. So I think sometimes you need to reach those lower points to grow and really figure out what is the most important thing in your life. And that's when you kind of learn that you are the most important thing in your life. So yeah. Yeah, I love that. So your motto is positive vibes only. You speak about this a lot. It's in your Instagram bio and you even have it on a jumper now, which I saw, which is very cool. (laughs) Um, How do you live by that motto day to day and how do you overcome negative vibes from others? Yes, it is definitely my motto. I love it so much and I love that you just brought up that I have a jumper. (laughs) When I saw that I could get like a personalized jumper, I was like, oh my, I was like, I need positive vibes only on there. Um, but yeah, so it's definitely a motto that I live by. Um, it's also, as much as it's like a motto, it's also a good reminder for other people as well. Like I think sometimes we get so caught up in the negative vibes of the world that we let them overcome us and we let them like take over us that we kind of forget about the positive. Whereas I feel like positive vibes only kind of reminds you to look at the positive in every situation, even if it is a negative, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, How I overcome negative vibes from others, this, again, has taken me so long to learn. And it all comes down to, like I was mentioning before, but just kind of like backing yourself. I stand my ground and I know who I am as a person and I know my values, I know my beliefs, I know all of that. So when those negative comments come in, I take a step back and I really think like, is that negative comment really affecting me as a person? Is it really worth my time stressing out about these negative comments or these negative vibes from other people? And once I kind of evaluate that situation, most of the time they're really not worth Mm -hmm. my time. So I guess that's one way to kind of look at it and that's how I personally look at it. Um, I just really take a step back and really consider if it is actually affecting me inside because most of the time it's not. It's like an outside thing. It affects you in that moment and it affects you straight away and you kind of get a bit angry or you get a bit arced up. But once you actually take a step back and really think if it's affecting you, most of the time it's actually not. Yeah, I feel like it's so easy to get caught up on the little things when you're in the moment. And I think it's a good like um, a good exercise to think about something that annoyed you a few months ago and be like, wow. I, that didn't really annoy me. Like, I can't believe that really annoyed me. I think hindsight's twenty twenty, but I 100% get when you're in the moment and something really triggers yeah. you. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and I'm, I'll admit, like, I'm the worst for that. Like, if something happens in the moment, I, it, I can click my fingers and I'll be a new human. <laughs> like, you don't want to see that human. But that's why I've learned to just, you know, take a step back and realise, is it actually affecting me? Is it going to affect me in 24 hours? Is it going to affect me in six months? chances are it's not so it's kind of just easier to let it go and easier to just like push it to the side Mm -hmm. I feel like I have a similar personality in the way that I don't know I feel like I've got quite a fiery personality like some certain things would just 
I don't know, they make me react very passionately. <laughs> oh, definitely. And, he, and you know what? I don't think that's a bad trait mm-hmm. to have because I think that means that you care about yourself and you're passionate about yourself and you're passionate about your beliefs and what you stand for. So I don't think that's a bad trait mm-hmm. to have. Um, but like I've said earlier, I think it's important for people like us to learn how to take that step back and really evaluate the situation and figure out if it is actually worth stressing over. Yeah, and I feel like it takes a lot of energy to feel that passion yeah. and to to almost do that. So I think sometimes it's not even worth it in that respect. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so as we said, you've had a really amazing ride the year, last year and a half and you've said that backing yourself is a really big part of that. But Aside to that, what would you say one of your biggest lessons is that you've learned over the past year and a half? Um, okay, good question. Another lesson that I've probably learned is just like understanding that like you are not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like when I started on this whole online thing, a part of me wanted to make sure that I was pleasing everybody. A part of me wanted to make sure that I was hitting every single niche and market that I could get because, you know, that's how I'm going to grow and that's what I need to do. Um, And then it all just became too much. It became very overwhelming. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. I wasn't happy with myself because I was kind of losing who I was because, you know, I was trying to be so many different people for so many different people. Um, so yeah, definitely learning that like you are never going to be everybody's cup of tea, but the people who support you and the people who follow you or the people who are part of your tribe, they, they matter. They love you for who you are and that's good enough. Do you know what I mean? Learning that it's good enough that not everybody is on your side because at the end of the day, how many people in this world, God, if you were trying to please all those people, wow. (laughs) Mm, exactly like that would just be so hard and you would not be yourself at all and I know that you said that at the start of your channel and sort of when your channel started to grow you were really fixating on health and fitness and you were sort of scared to branch out into your other passions like fashion but I feel like since you've done that it's only made you more admired by people because you have more to like if that makes sense like it's more about you for people to be like oh I don't really identify with this but I really identify with this yeah exactly and you know what like I said it took me a while to kind of learn exactly who I wanted to be in this online space and at the end of the day I just figured out that I wanted to be me I didn't want to be health and fitness Emma I didn't want to be fashion Emma I didn't want to be this Emma I just wanted to be me I wanted to post about things that brought me joy I wanted to post about the ups and downs of lives and of my life and you know I will admit like I do get comments here and there from people who might not agree with something that I do but that's their point of view and I look at that now like okay that's your point of view that's your opinion but this is mine and this is my platform and this is my life and this is who I am and I can't please everybody. Yeah, so, so true. Yeah. So you and your fiancé, Aaron, had to postpone your wedding until next year due to COVID-19, which so many people have had to do, unfortunately. How did you deal with that obstacle and how did you come up with the idea of a not-so-wedding day? Because those pics were amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Honestly, it was such a fun morning as well. I'm so glad we did it. Um, but how we overcame it and how we dealt with it, I mean, at the end, like Aaron and I have been together for eight and a half years. We are so excited to get married, whether it's now or whether it's in a year's time, like we're, we're still just so excited. 
Um, when we first found out that we couldn't have the wedding or we couldn't go ahead with it, I was a little bit upset, I guess you could say. Aaron tried to talk to me and I was like, don't talk to me. I was like, just give me an hour to process this. <laughs> yeah. um, but then we kind of just had a conversation and we made the decision that we were going to postpone it because I know a lot of people actually still got married on that day just by themselves with like their celebrant and stuff. Um, but for me personally, I'm the only child in my family who will be getting married. Um, so I couldn't take that away from my parents. Like, I feel like, you know, I, I have, my dad has to walk me down the aisle because it's the only daughter that he's going to get to walk down the aisle and stuff. So I didn't want to take that away from them. So that's why we made the decision to postpone. And to be honest, everything happens for a reason. Like, we're now getting married in January. The sun goes down later. It'll be warmer. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm really excited about the new date. Um, coming up to the previous date, like the 23rd of May, that week before, I was a little bit upset because like I got kept getting all my reminders about my appointments yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. it's like I'm meant to be doing this. I'm meant to be doing this. And um, the night before, like the meant to be wedding day, I was still pretty upset. But the morning of, like, when we did that not-so-wedding day photo shoot and we had all of our friends over and stuff, like, it was just a really beautiful day. Like, we still celebrated. It was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. And then Aaron and I could just now get excited for the new date. Um, and we've also been really lucky. Nothing's actually changed, like, except for the date. We've got all the same vendors. Everything's exactly the same. It's just literally the date. So we were really lucky in that sense. Um, but in regards to the idea of not so wedding day, I kind of, I was, so I have all my best ideas when I'm about to fall asleep. I don't know if anyone else is like that listening, <laughs> but if you are, you'll know my pain of just laying there for hours with all these ideas coming into your head. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got this idea that I wanted to wear my mom's wedding dress and get a photo with a sign saying not married. And, you know, have Aaron in like a really funny kind of suit and just have a fun morning. So I rang Aaron the next day and I was like, look, this is my idea. I was like, do you want to participate in this? <laughs> and obviously he said yes. And then I kept thinking about it more and I wanted to get my bridesmaids involved as well. And I just really wanted to show people that even though crappy things can happen and, you know, things might not go the way that we plan, we can still make a positive out of every situation like mm -hmm. I could have stayed at home that whole day and cried and be so upset that Aaron and I weren't getting married on that day and you know if anybody who knows me personally they know I've had that day 23rd of May 2020 in my head for years even before we were engaged I always knew that we would get married on that day it was just the day that was stuck in my mind so you know, like I said, I could have sat at home that morning and that day and cried and be really upset. Aaron and I could have had a really miserable day, but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to show people that you can still have a good day, even when things don't go to plan, because at the end of the day, we're still getting married. Do you know what I mean? We're not breaking up. We're not, you know, we're, we're still getting married. And um, I had so many people reach out to me after that who had wedding days coming up and stuff that obviously had to postpone as well. And they were like, my God, like, thank you so much. You've showed us that it doesn't have to be a sad day. And um, some of them, like, sent me images and videos of them of their um, meant-to-be wedding day and they were, like, going out for dinner or they, like, made a little outdoor picnic with them and their fiancés and stuff. And it was just really beautiful that 
I influence that I had that influence on people to know that they didn't have to just sit at home and do nothing on that day. Um, Mm. Because at the end of the day, this COVID-19, it affected everybody in so many different ways. And it's something that none of us could actually control. Like, we literally could not control anything that had happened in this time. So I think, you know, I just wanted to spread that message out there that you can find a positive in situations that you can't control. And it's actually important to find that positive inside of situations that you can't control. Yeah, I think so too. I just, it was so nice looking that day and seeing those posts because as someone who does follow you, I feel like we were all excited too. Yeah. And I think just seeing you, it's kind of put things into perspective as well. Like you said, everyone's going through something. So I feel like everyone was kind of like, oh, see, like Emma can't have the date that she wanted, but she still made the most of it. So what can I be doing with the cards that I've been dealt? Like I feel exactly. like that was the kind of vibe. And I think that's just so great that you truly – and that's why I think your your motto of like positive vibes only is just – is exactly what you put out. And it's not, not even by saying it, but the way that you carried yourself through that situation, that's the exact message it sends. So I think it's just so great. Yeah. No, it was honestly like – it was the best day. And like I said to Aaron, I was like, I kind of want to get them put into an album. I want to get some of them printed. I was like, there's such beautiful photos. And like, that's a memory that we're going to have forever. Like oh, forever. Exactly. We're going to be able to explain to our kids what happened. I'm like, you know, we might not have got married on that day, but now we've got a story. We've got photos. Like, it's beautiful. Exactly. And because you had that date in your mind and your heart for so long, now it, it wasn't just a nothing day. I feel like yeah. it would have been cathartic to have something like that day so it wasn't just like a lost day. Exactly. Okay, so moving on past the wedding talk, which I'm sure we could talk about for a long time. <laughs> um, so your social media and your community have continued to grow exponentially. Why do you think that is? Um, Okay, I was actually having this conversation the other day to one of my friends, but I purely just believe it's because I've just stayed true to who I am. Like, I don't know, I just, I post what I want to post, I post the ups and downs, like the amount of messages I get from people saying it's so nice to have somebody online who is actually relatable, who we know go through some hard times as well as good times, like I don't know, I think I've formed this relatable connection with a lot of people that do follow me and I personally love forming connections with the people who follow me as well. Like I really make a conscious effort to try and reply to every DM that I get or any question that I get, I really make that conscious effort to reply because it does mean a lot to me. I love the support that I get on that online platform and I love the community that I've built and you know, as much as numbers don't mean anything to me, it is really nice to see it growing. And it is really nice to have more people joining that community and also relating to me as well. Um, Like we mentioned earlier, at the start of this whole career kind of thing for me, I was so stuck on trying to be that health and fitness Emma that I really did lose myself. And the minute that I took that away and really started tapping into who I was and what I like and what I enjoy and being really honest and really open with the community that I had, that's when it started to grow. And it honestly has just kept going and going and going. And still to this day, it blows my mind how fast my social media has grown, like absolutely blows my mind. But I'm also extremely proud. Like I'm very proud of what I've put out there and the community that I have built. So, yeah, I think it's just staying true to myself. And I feel like, you know, I get so many messages from people asking for 
the tips and the tricks of social media and I always just say like be you create content that you love create content that you're passionate about and someone out there in that world will connect to that there's all you know I'm happy to just influence one person in the world that's enough for me Mm -hmm. like what I do right now with the amount of people that I have that's like mind-blowing to me because I'm so happy to just influence one person and make one person happy or one person have one person relate to me do you know what I mean yeah 100% I love that so you speak a lot about your close girl gang. How important do you think it is to have a good support system? And what advice do you have for girls trying to find their people? Oh my God, I love my little girl gang. I think it's so important to have people around you who support you, who challenge you, who push you to be better. Like, I don't know, I just think it's so important. And I'm not saying that you need to have like 500 friends. Like I'm saying like, you only need a small amount of people who really support you, who stand by your side to make your life better. Um, and I'm so grateful for the people that I have around me. They know exactly who they are. Um, but yeah, I'm so grateful for them. And we all challenge each other. We all push each other to do better. We're all there for each other when we need each other. And, you know, I love Aaron. Don't get me wrong. Aaron is like my best friend. He's my fiance. I'm marrying him and I'm so in love with him. But I need my girls. I need my girl time. I need my my friends. I need someone to go to. And maybe sometimes I don't want to speak to Aaron about something and I've got my girls there. And I think that's really important to have that separation from your relationship to your friendships. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. When it comes to advice, take it from me. I have lost so many friends. I have gained friends, lost friends, gained friends, lost friends. They come and go all the time. Everything happens for a reason. Friends are meant to come into your life when they're meant to and friends are meant to leave your life when they're meant to. And I'm such a big believer in that. Um, You will know. You will know who your true friends are because your true friends make you feel good about yourself. Your true friends challenge you to be a better person and your new friends push you into new opportunities. They don't stray you away because they think that you're going to succeed in this and they don't want you to succeed. They'll push you to do that and they'll really be there for you when you need them the most. Like I, some of my friends, I could go weeks or months without talking to them, but I know the minute I pick up a phone and call them about something that could be going wrong, they're on my doorstep. They're there for me. And I think it's really important to understand that like, it's not about how many friends you have. You just need those few that are just there for you 24-7. Yeah, I love that. And I like what you said also, not having to speak to them every single day. Because yeah. I feel like girls in particular, once you leave high school, they go through these phases. And I know I did. I lost quite a few friends just because I wasn't speaking to them every single day. And I hate that. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. But I also think um, like a lot of the people that I have around me, we're all very busy. Like we are all, we all work. We all, you know, a few of my friends have kids, but all very busy women. And I think it's really important to understand that as well. Like mm. everyone lives their own lives, but you can still be there for somebody, even if you're not talking to them 24 seven. Yeah, exactly. And I think that sometimes the truest friendships, they, it's just that they don't need that validation they don't need that message every single day or that call every single day and I think that means that's a real real friendship 100% yeah even like some of my friends they'll message me and I won't reply 
because I'm just so bad at replying. So they'll message me on Instagram because they know that I'll reply on Instagram. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this is so embarrassing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll give you a call. <laughs> but they just know, you know, you know, we all understand each other. We all understand that we all have our own lives and stuff. But yeah, honestly, I would be so lost without my girls. They are just my whole entire life. I love them so much. There's no other way to describe it. I'm just so grateful for them. That's so nice. So beautiful. So (laughs) you create content and collaborate with brands through your social media. How do you decide which brands you do work with and how do you avoid taking on too much? Good question. To be honest, I'm only just starting to learn how to not take on too much. (laughs) I've been pretty bad with this in the past, but um, I am pretty picky with who I work with. Um, only because, you know, I want my content to be honest and I want my content to be relatable and I don't want people to lose interest in what I'm promoting just because they think that I'm doing it for the money and stuff because that's totally not who I am. Uh-huh. So when it comes to picking brands and working with them, I make sure that it's from the from the get-go, from emailing from the start, I have to have some sort of connection with them. And, you know, I know that we email and whatnot, but you can gauge somebody's personality and you can form that connection through emails. I'm a big believer in that. Mm-hmm. So if I instantly form this connection with a brand or whoever I'm emailing and I really like that vibe, chances are I probably will work with them. Um, and then also if I've been using a certain brand or if I love a certain brand because I've had it in my life for a while, I'll sometimes reach out to them as well and you know, chances are I've tagged them in posts or stuff before, so they I am on their radar. But I think it's just really important to pick brands that actually are aligned with you and who you are, brands that are relatable to you and your following. Like, you know, I'm not going to go promote a motorbike or something. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. just that's <laughs> not who I am. Like, I, I wouldn't even know how to sit on a motorbike. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I try to make yeah. sure that is you know very in line aligned with like who I am even some things that are like very fitnessy I even stay away from them because you know I love fitness and I love health but I live a very balanced lifestyle so I'm not going to go promote all of these like fitness kind of things because I have other things on my page that I want to promote like my fashion and you know like my lifestyle and stuff like that so I think it's really important to just make sure that the brand aligns with you Um, In regards to taking on too much, like I said, this is something that I'm kind of learning now, kind of. (laughs) Um, I got myself into a bit of a pickle where I took on way too much and I was falling very behind on my work and I just started to dislike what I was doing because I just felt very overwhelmed in my brain. And I didn't know what I was meant to be doing because everything was all over the place. And I just knew that I had taken on way too much work. Um, So in that sense, I've kind of learned now, like, it's okay to say no to brands, even if it's a brand that you really want to work with. There are a few that I have reached out before and I've always wanted to work with them. But at that point in time, it's just not possible for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really honest with them. And I just say, look, right now, this isn't possible but I'm happy to reach out in four weeks time when it is possible or do you know what I mean I think it's just taken me a long time to know that you are not going to be in a bad book of someone's brand or of somebody just because you 
literally cannot take on that work right now. If that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, if anything, I feel like it builds respect for you because you know that you're not going to do your best work. Exactly. And that's what I say to them as well. I'm like, I don't want to be doing this content for you, but I'm not happy with it. And then, like, you know, I feel like if I take a photo, if I'm blogging or something and I'm not happy with it, I can't post that. Like, that's – I just – I can't post. I can't post things on my page that I'm not happy with. I can't vlog if I'm in a mood where I don't want to be in front of the camera. Like, that's just Mm -hmm. not who I am. So I do make that very clear to brands. Like, I take a lot of pride in my work and put a lot of time and effort into it and I want to make sure that I can do that for all the brands that I work for, which means not taking on too much work. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I resonate that even with podcasting. Sometimes I go to record a solo episode and I just am not in the mood and I'll listen back to it and I'm like, I sound like I'm like just really upset and I'm not, yeah. I'm just not in the zone. So yeah. I, I, I've deleted quite a few episodes where I'm just like, oh, I'm just, I'm not posting that. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, I don't know, like, uh, yes, it's important to get your content out there and yes, it's important to be consistent and stuff, but we're humans. Sometimes we just need to take a step back and be like, okay, today's not the day or this week I really need to just take a break so I can recharge and keep going. I think you know, we get so caught up in the hustle of life and we see so many people on social media. I'm bad for this as well. I see so many people on social media like hustling and hustling and bringing out this and bringing out that and doing this and doing that. And I'm like, whoa, like I need to keep going so I can keep up with all these people. But I also need to understand that I'm a human and like some of those things just aren't for me and I need to go at my pace, not anybody else's pace. So I think it's really important for us as humans to learn how we are when it comes to work and like our own work ethic doesn't mean that you're a lazy worker it means that you you know you just work differently to someone else or this person or that person so yeah yeah 100% so I've so enjoyed chatting with you but I have some quick cues for my last segment so rapid fire whatever comes to your mind first okay I'm so bad at these (laughs) I get like real like I go like red you like if you could see me right now I'm like already starting to get red (laughs) It's okay. They're, they're really harmless questions, so don't okay. worry. Um, uh, dine-in or Uber Eats? Oh, dine-in. Audiobook or podcast? Podcast. TV series you're loving at the moment? Oh, I'm watching something on Netflix called The Order. It's like supernatural. I'm a very supernatural girl. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of that one. Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, anything supernatural, even if it's real corny, I love it. I don't know what it is about the supernatural. It's just got a little place in my heart (laughs) (laughs) so good and your favorite movie oh that is so hard you said these are harmless (laughs) favorite movie oh look I have maybe like a recent movie that you really liked see I I feel like I don't watch very very many movies but like I love all the um you know all like the insurgent movies insurgent divergent all of those ones it's like a trilogy Mm -hmm. oh I'm obsessed with them Them and The Hunger Games, like those kind of movies. The Hunger Games. I haven't watched that in forever. So good. But then in saying that, I also love Fast and Furious, which is so funny because I actually hate cars. Like I could not care about cars, but I love Fast and Furious. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's a fun fact. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Emma, thank you so much for joining us. I'm going to link everything below. But, yeah, thank you for coming back on the Real Health Real Talk podcast. I've so enjoyed having you on. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's honestly such a pleasure talking to you always. Like, it's just so much fun. 
so good. And yeah, as I said, I'm going to link things below, but do you want to just shout out your YouTube and your Instagram for people who don't know? Yep. So my Instagram is just at Emma Claire. Claire is C-L-A-I-R. My goodness, I had to think then. <laughs> um, and then my, my YouTube is just Emma space Claire. Very easy. <laughs> Very easy. And you guys have to go and have a look because it's the best content. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> And that is another wrap on the Real Health, Real Top podcast. I hope you enjoyed this interview episode with Emma Claire. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear or see more from me, head over to Instagram and follow me at Ebony Health. I cannot wait to speak to you in the next episode, but until then, I wish you happiness and real health.